Welcome to Metal Injections, the Squared Circle Pit. Today's special guest, Hannah from Mantar. And your host, Rob Hosbunny. Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Squared Circle Pit. I am your host, Rob, at Rob Injection on all the social medias. And uh, kind of bummed, you know, yesterday we learned about the sudden death of China uh, from the Attitude Era. And I was a huge fan of China in the late 90s when she was in DX. And it was really hard to see her decline in the 2000s, you know, and like be, it was a bummer how, you know, because of the whole drama with Triple H and Stephanie, how she was sort of shunned. But... I'm sure it wasn't just that. I'm sure I feel like at the end of her run, she was kind of getting a big head and she didn't want to wrestle with the women. So they were like, you know what? We don't want to deal with you. And I'm sure the the backstage drama didn't help as well. For, for those of you not clued into the backstage drama, China was dating Triple H in, in real life, you know, out of kayfabe. And then uh, while in storyline, Triple H was aligned with Stephanie McMahon, they eventually started dating behind China's back. And uh, apparently China didn't know about it, even though people in the locker room knew about it. And then once she did know about it, once Triple H broke up with her, it kind of got awkward between them, as I'm sure it would. And uh, then eventually she kind of got excommunicated. And she was uh, out of the public eye until about a year ago when Triple H was on the Steve Austin podcast and Steve Austin asked if China would ever be in the Hall of Fame, something I feel she definitely deserved because, uh, well, you know, China was the first woman to ever be like a tough, tough woman. Like not just, you know, in the 90s, they had like Sable and Sunny and all these women who were like bikini models, weren't really wrestlers. China could actually kick some ass. And she was so cool. I remember being such a mark for her because it was just great to see you know, a woman in there kicking ass. And one of my favorite moments from the Attitude Era was when they had the Battle Royal to determine who would be number 30 in the Royal Rumble. Uh, I believe it was 99. It was the year that Vince McMahon won. Uh, it was right before WrestleMania 15. And Vince McMahon thinks he's won the Rumble. And then all of a sudden, because it was the Corporation versus DX. That was the thing. And the winner would be number 30 in the in the Royal Rumble. And then Vince McMahon thinks he has the whole thing won. And then out of nowhere comes China, because she's in DX, and she wins the whole thing, and she gets to be the first woman to ever be in the Royal Rumble. And another amazing match that China had. And again, it's uh, this isn't like a wrestling classic, but uh, <clears throat> an amazing match that she had was her against... Uh, Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson, go out of your way to see this because it is one of the most hilarious matches, one of the best Attitude Era moments. And the highlight of the match was, you know, these two old men trying to beat up this woman, and she's so much tougher than them, she's like throwing them all around. And then Pat Patterson's like, oh, I have an idea. And, and he signals to the crowd, and all of a sudden he low blows China. And then she just like, she's like, what? Was that supposed to hurt me? And then she like clobbers him. And it was amazing. It was great. So anyway, so uh, Steve Austin asked Triple H if 
China would ever be in the Hall of Fame. And he was like, you know, obviously she was a very legendary performer. But he said something along the lines of, you know, if my kid went to search for China on the Internet, he would find things that wouldn't be very you wouldn't want a kid to find. And he was referencing her, her, her history in like hardcore pornography. And I, at the time, I thought this was such a, a silly reason because, you know, Sonny is in the Hall of Fame and she's done quite a bit of porn. And there's been guys in the Hall of Fame that are like on trial for murder, like Jimmy Snuka or racists like Hulk Hogan. So, like, I, I didn't really think that that was a reason not to keep China in the Hall of Fame. And it's a bummer that she's not going to get the recognition she deserved until after she died. Like all these tributes coming in, I'm sure it would have helped her a lot. And she just seemed like, like a lost soul and somebody that needed some help. So it's, it's just a sad thing. But I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to hearken on sadness. I've been ranting now for a good four minutes. So let's get to this week's guest. And fun fact, this is actually the first interview I ever did for Squared Circle Pit. I did this about two months ago and this was kind of like a test run for me to see if, I could even have a podcast where I talk to a metal musician about pro wrestling. And my first guest was uh, Yano from Mantar. And Mantar, I mean, I thought, what, what a great guest. Because, of course, in the, in the mid-90s, there was a wrestling gimmick in WWE, WWF at the time, called Mantar. So I thought that was a fun connection. And Hano is from Germany. And it's, what's fascinating about it is, you know, Hano does not follow pro wrestling now, so we didn't really talk about anything current. We talked about stuff from the uh, late 80s, early 90s, because that's when he watched when he was a kid. And it's so fascinating to me to hear how a German person interpreted WWF pro wrestling at the time as essentially a representation of American culture and how he learned about American culture. And if, if, you know, if you're running low on time, just do me a favor, stick around until the point where Hano describes Lex Luger power slamming Yokozuna because his reimagining of it, retelling of it is one of my favorite moments in the short history of doing this podcast. So enough yapping for me. Here's Yano and me talking pro wrestling. It's the Squared Circle Pit. Rob here with Hano from Mantar. That's correct. All the way from Germany. Hello there. And this is a very, I'm very excited because, of course, Mantar is one of the great legends of early 90s WWF. It's written a little bit different as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, there's, a, there's an additional U. You That's guys just, true. M-A-N-T-A-R. He has a U-T-A-U-R. But because of that, I figured what better second guest... For the show and it's really interesting to me that you know you you lived in germany and and you told me before that you were only into early 90s wwf is that correct that's totally correct like the golden era between 90 yeah maybe nine ninety ninety till 94 that's my mm. thing and then and so like that's kind of like when you were a kid yeah and pretty you much were watching oh. it on t and it was on tv in germany it was on tv but it was pretty like uh pretty late at night uh -huh. so i couldn't see it uh, like every time so i gotta back my dad to videotape it back in the days uh -huh. and my my parents like literally hated it you know they were like you know we're you know we're not like a, like a working class family you know where like wrestling is like daily business or something it's yeah, just yeah. like you know they just thought it's too violent for kids they didn't get it yeah. they didn't get it that's the thing they just thought it's stupid and it's yeah. obviously it's not stupid 
Yeah. It's fucking genius. But they did not get that. <laughs> so, okay. So who's your favorite favorite wrestler? That's my first question. Dude, there, there are a couple. But I think, like, when it comes to, like, uh, 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 the, the, the moves and, uh, uh, like, the overall fitness and, of course, like, the... The whole image, I think it's Teddy Biasi, the million dollar man. I oh, really and you're wearing a million dollar Yeah, I know. Bob gave that to me, and I fucking love that dude. Because <laughs> I, even as a kid, I was very impressed by his arrogant way. And when you're a kid, I mean, we all know that wrestling is real. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> when sure. you're, I, I, I really thought that is like literally like a super rich person, and all super rich person in the United States look like that. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Oh, right. So that's what's interesting to me is because like WWF back then, and, and even now, like, they always kind of sell American patriotism, oh, hey, like yeah. or like nationalism, mm -hmm. like the, Like for example, you were tell like we were talking about Lex Luger, who big time, uh, who was just Lucky. all Mister America. So like as a German watching it, like did that? Did you like? Did that make it any better or worse? Like did you care that Dude, Lex Luger is representing? We America? love that. Of course, yeah. it was like the the heydays of all the American blockbusters. Like, in every movie had like a Russian supervillain in it. So it was completely clear that the yeah. American guys were the good guys. Even it would buy like Karate Tiger or uh, American Fighter or what. Even like the she B to C movies were all about patriotism and and national nationalism. How you say? Yeah, nationalism. Yeah, right. Yeah. And. Uh, I totally fucking loved it. Like, uh, USA, USA, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> Dude, we, we yelled that on the, on the fucking playground all the time. We, we didn't think about that as a national thing to do. It's right. just like, but the, everything we loved came from the United States, of course. I mean, I'm not from, from Russia or something, but of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. I, like, Western Germany was very, very Ill influenced, like every other Western country, too, by American pop culture. And yeah. wrestling is one thing of it. Skateboards. All bands are, like, from the United States. So, of course, fucking Vanilla Ice. I loved that dude when I was a kid. So, uh, of course, we we, we, th we thought it rules. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So Yeah, Lex Luger, what, what a You were all about... You didn't like Lex Luger. How do you feel about dude, Lex Dude, I mean, back in the days, I'm super ashamed of it, but back in the days, it was next to Teddy DiBiase, probably my, my favorite. Like, <laughs> due to the muzzles and his haircut was fucking awesome. It was like a straight mullet and was like, that's a fucking super honestly good haircut and i totally want <laughs> i dude and i totally wanted to have that it's it's totally true and, right, and, like and nowadays like, yeah. when i see that he's just a cunt seriously he's a piece of shit wow wow yeah well can yeah. i say that yeah I can you can say, say whatever okay, you want that's good uh, oh, we, we, we're in america right i can't yeah, say well whatever. this is the internet so okay gotcha yeah that's funny well you know uh he's a piece of shit because partially responsible for the death of miss elizabeth right that's why or or is there another reason why you think he's a piece of, piece of shit i don't know i i just don't like his the way he talks anymore and stuff like that oh have you seen him lately he looks so like frail he had a he had a big stroke he had a stroke yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. and the last thing i saw he was trying in the, in the internet i think it was lex luger He's like a super Republican now, right? With like, uh, I know he's like religious. I don't know about the Republicans. Okay, so, but, but I hope not to mix things up right here. But or are I you thinking Ric Flair? No, no, no. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Lex Luger. So and, wait, wh and he has like a pretty shitty homepage, as far as I remember. <laughs> and the last time I visited that homepage, he was like desperately trying to get rid of things out of his gym to make some money. Oh, wow. And then again, I like that. Desperate people fucking rule. <laughs> Especially <laughs> when you're an old-fashioned wrestler. You like, you like, yeah, right. We were talking about Beyond the Mat and uh, 
yeah the injuries that that happen with the knees and everything how mm-hmm. and obviously with the brains oh uh, and uh and of course jake the snake roberts with the crack cocaine yeah i mean it's it's all right i mean we all have our demons don't we <laughs> Well, now he's sober. I don't know if you you you've kept up, but like Diamond Dallas Page, mm-hmm. he does a yoga, has a yoga system. I mean, you you easily can't do yoga on meth, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's sober now, thanks to DDP. Okay, and like it's this whole thing. They they filmed a movie actually called The Resurrection of Okay. I haven't Jake seen the that. Snake Roberts. No. You gotta no. check that out. So, all right. So you like Million Dollar Man? You like? Yes, I do. Lex Luger. I totally like Lex Luger. Um, what about like The Undertaker? I think The Undertaker is like a pretty oh, metal dude. dude. The, the Undertaker was like a hero. But then again, for the same reasons you t- took that thing back in the days very serious, it was, of course, a scary dude when you were a kid. Right. You know, right. and The Undertaker, he went through phases. Uh, sometimes, some years, he was like a villain, the bad guy, and then he turned into a good guy, and then he turned bad again, as far as I remember. Yeah. And, you know, I always, like, completely, I didn't have uh, uh, my own opinion about things. I totally, like, got the whole gimmick and when said, okay, The Undertaker, like, he's a bad dude right now. I hated him. Yeah. And if the television told me, wow, he turned into some good guy, I loved him. Like, right, he, right. He, uh, dude. You we followed we, along with the narrative, whatever they were, th- however they Absolutely, man. I, yeah. I just, like, accepted the whole entertainment package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Like, what shows would you watch? Like you said, it was on late. Would you be watching Raw or Superstar? What was that, or? Monday Night Raw? How did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. That, that was going on. And, dude, I think, like, we had that, like, every week. Only once a week we had wrestling on TV, like, yeah. for an hour. Mm-hmm. And pretty late at night on a pretty shitty TV station, actually. And uh, I think it was, like, cut-together material from mostly Monday Night Raw, as I remember. And then again, there was like every couple of months, there of course were f- SummerSlam going yeah. on, all like these big events. And that one like, was like, I was allowed to videotape that because that was late at night and I couldn't stay up that long to watch that. Right, those are on at like one or two in the morning in Germany, right? Or, something I, like or that. No, even later. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's live. But I still have the old videotapes. Well, what are some of your favorite events? Like, what are your favorite For events? For me, like, the thing... I hope I, I don't say something wrong right now, but WrestleMania 10 was in March 1994. Could that be possible? I ju- yeah. I just turned 12, mm-hmm. and that was like kind of the Square end. Garden, right? Yeah, that was kind of the end for me. Where I've been totally fanboy and totally mm-hmm. into it, but I remember it pretty good. Yeah, so there were some awesome matches on WrestleMania. The, Absolutely. the opening a, match. That was a ladder match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, with uh, Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. The and there were, like, the Brett the Hitman Hart uh, fighting his brother. Yeah, that was my favorite match. And Owen Hart winning. Match. Yeah. The Rocket. Yeah, I really liked Owen Hart. I, I, I liked the Rocket way, uh, Owen the Hart. A uh, long time I liked him way better than the Brit, Brit, uh, uh, the Hitman. Brett Hart, yeah. Well, he was a more uh, high-flying wrestler, I thought. He yeah, he was, like, way more old-fashioned. He was a sports dude. You know, he was not that big about a showman. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, I feel like he was more of a showman than... Like, Bret Hart would be the one that was doing, like, submissions and, and wouldn't really, like, whereas Owen Hart would be doing stuff off the top rope. He had the well, I'm talking about of, more, like, how, how like, Bret Hart came into the ring, like, turning, uh, uh, putting down his sunglasses, put, him, put them on, on a mm. kid's face, and yeah, all this yeah, big yeah. show around it, you know? Right, right. I see. 
Well, he he's like uh, uh, from one fa family with the British bulldog, right? Well, uh, the British bulldog married his sister. His sister, correct? Yeah. yeah. I hated the British bulldog because I always hated British people. <laughs> What's your problem with British people, dude? I'm just kidding. I'm exaggerating. I just but I, just British bulldog. I just hate. didn't like him because uh, probably just because he wasn't like an U.S. dude. You know You're I mean? all about the U.S. Dude, you of were course. Like, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. That was the thing back in the days when I was a kid. Every band I liked came from the United States. And uh, wrestling was a U.S. thing for me. American sports were huge. Like, got my first Michael Jordan sneakers and stuff like that. You know? uh -huh. So you were a big basketball fan as well? No, not at all. But I liked, just Michael I liked uh, sneakers. <laughs> but, you know. I did, who didn't at that age? Yeah, I got them secondhand because they were too expensive, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. From, like, older brothers or cousins and stuff like that. No, I just didn't like the whole character of the British Bulldog. I didn't like his style. I, I just didn't like his wrestling style. Yeah. That what about what Doink? How do you feel about Doink? <laughs> Man, <laughs> I think uh, that's like, uh, I hated that dude. Seriously. Why, I why did you hate Doink? Because I hate clowns. Literally, I hate clowns <laughs> from 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 my guts. I really hate. I I I would spit on a clown right now. If if, if, if a clown would be in this room, I probably would set it on fire. I hate clowns. They scare me. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. They scare me, and I don't like clowns. And I hated this. What a doink and dink or something like that. Yeah, yeah. His, his little side. Yeah. His mi well, actually, they like like person. the small Sorry. people, yes. right? Sorry. Uh, yeah, probably like that. Uh, well, there was that Survivor series they have where weird it was legs, Doink, man. Dink, Wink, and Pink. Yeah, that was like a Ford versus PC. Jerry Lawler and uh, <laughs> Wheezy, Sleazy, and I, I only on remember them. the gang of the clowns. I didn't yeah. like them. No, you weren't into the clowns. No, and I think like even as a kid, I, I found it was good to have Doink around to get his ass kicked from time to time, <laughs> but but <laughs> but to be honest. I, I just thought, even as a kid, it's a stupid character. I yeah. didn't accept him as a showman. I didn't accept him as a as a uh, wrestler, as a sportsman. Yeah. I just accepted him as as like uh, as a victim in the whole thing, <laughs> you know. But sometimes he he won, and I hated that. Ruined the night for me. I see. Yeah. I no. really don't like that guy, man. Well, good thing he didn't get too far. No. Uh, Dude, I. D are there any pictures of the first original Doink unmasked? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, how he passed away. He had a bit of a I always, drug addiction. Yeah. Oh, surprise. Uh, I have to. I'll show you this clip. Actually, it was really cool when he went to ECW. Kind of did this whole dark clown thing where yeah. he, he was actually half out of the Doink makeup and half in it, and he was just like more of this just crazy person. Mm. <laughs> it was, a, it was a pretty interesting thing, but. Assuming you did, you ever go to a, a wrestling show? Have yeah. you ever been once in my life? But mm. it was a local German wrestling show. Okay. Actually, like show wrestling had a had a pretty, like had a there were heydays in Germany when that was a thing. Like in the early eighties, I assume. I don't want to say anything wrong right now, but we had like pretty famous wrestler like like Otto Wanst. Uh -huh. That was like the the f most famous wrestler, and it was a a, a mix out of like modern show wrestling and old-fashioned wrestling you know right right like locking up and uh, uh, absolutely yeah, like, the there were, like i mean for reason like uh Ger germany has like a big tradition in like uh real old school sports wrestling 
I mean, they're like they're fo- like when you see, like the trick, the German suplex. You know what yeah, it is? Yeah, of course. Of course, it was a very technical thing, as yeah. far as I remember, and that's like totally related and referring to old school German art of wrestling you know that yeah. to- it totally makes sense to have a suplex called a german suplex yeah yeah it's a big move uh yeah. so t- what was the name of the federation that you you went to see this wrestling show Do you i remember? can't tell i don't or know any of the wrestlers or dude i i, I you probably don't you don't know any of them well it's that's just fine it's just local guys i, I, I no, only don't remember, remember. Otto so what was what was it like seeing it in person like compared to watching it on tv it was just lame as fuck <laughs> because it wasn't as good they didn't have like the songs and they didn't have uh the gimmicks they didn't nah it, yeah. and nobody gave a fuck it was like me with like 250 people watching it or something right. and it wasn't like a cool underground thing it just was very desperate yeah well like if you think about it if you compare it to music it's like wwf or wwe now is like seeing kiss and then that was like seeing a DIY show at like. The and that's the thing, you know. Still, yeah, till yeah. today, I ca- care way more about ACDC than I do like for right, DIY yeah. punk squads. Even though I have a big DIY background, but you know. Yeah, the big ACDC, ACDC are pretty much unfuckable. Yeah. And that's fuck withable. No, yeah, they're I'm very sorry. fuckable. I feel like plenty <laughs> of people would fuck. I mean, I wouldn't fuck them, but unfuck withable. Some people would. Oh yeah, that's probably and true. And a lot of people did. That's probably true too. <laughs> or they, man. Fucked, even though Malcolm, jo- uh, Malcolm Young is a midget too, though. Uh, maybe this, he, pl- he plays guitar. Maybe it was Doink or Dink back in the days. So. <laughs> Angus Young or <laughs> yeah. Malcolm Young was yeah. was Dink. Dink and Doink. I believe it, and then Angus was maybe Doink. Let's I could just see spread it. the rumor. But that's a, a good uh, uh, comparison because it was like you know. We loved that when the soundtracks came out, the WWF uh, WrestleMania soundtrack. Oh with, yes, with the fucking nasty boys singing and stuff like yes. that. That was so good. Yeah. From the Tower of Power, funky like a monkey. Oh yeah, <laughs> so good. And all the synthesizers and the program programmed uh, digital drums. I love like yeah, so like, good. So WrestleMania, the album, you mean, right? WrestleMania. Pump it up, pump it up, yeah. right? Like that, it's yeah. like real good music. Yeah, for real. sure, sure. Uh, and then uh, I don't know if like for the Raw theme in like the late '90s, they hired Scott Ian and like a bunch of these other session guys. I'm already been out to of do it, but yeah, I know you were out of it. so what made you get over it? When were you like? <clears throat> what made you stop being into it? I don't know. I can't even tell. To to be honest, I think I didn't like the new characters who showed up. Mm-hmm. Even my like the one who showed up like in ninety three, ninety four ish in the mainstream, like characters like a- a- Atom Bomb, Atom yeah, Bomb, Atom Bomb, or Crush. Yeah, that was for me like. I, well, I that was sh- actually now that you say it, that was like the worst rest WWF yeah, it ever. Been. I agree. It was. It point. was the end of the heydays, the end yeah. of the golden era. Once Hulk Hogan left, it was just yeah, like, kind of. And and uh, I thought that was just lame, sheep characters. I yeah. didn't like them. I like the old fashioned, as you said, the underground, uh, uh, Undertaker, yeah. um, Yokozuna, and old school wrestler like Papa Jungle. Papa Shango? Papa Shango, right. How did you feel when, like, Papa Shango did that thing with Ultimate Warrior where he made Ultimate Warrior bleed from his scalp? <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, dude. I was When I was reto- uh, talking about uh, Lex Luger trying yeah, to sell yeah. his stuff, it was the Ultimate Warrior trying to sell his gym stuff. Oh, I saw that. Yes. the Ultimate Warrior is the piece of shit. 
Uh, no. Well, he's dead now. No, yeah, I know. But it's okay. You could speak the, of the him. The Ultimate Warrior. I loved them as a kid. Yeah. Uh, I loved him as a kid a lot. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I loved the moments when he like completely uh, uh, went, went mental in the ring. <laughs> when he was like about to lose and then, no, oh, I ain't gonna accept that. And starting <laughs> to jump around and, and jump in circles and shit. I really like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was basically all the Ultimate Warrior could do. And like he had really cool When he was like with, shaking, with the, the, ropes. Ropes, shaking yeah. the ropes. Yeah. He was pretty metal. He he was pretty metal in a good way. Yeah. Who 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 else? Let's see. Who who are some other? Uh, yeah, metal? of course the Million Dollar Man. Um, <laughs> dude, another guy, a super lame ass guy. I really liked back then because he has pretty much my size when I was twelve. Was the fucked up one two three kid. Oh yeah, because yeah, he right. Did porn later, right? He did one with China, which was yep. very disturbing. I haven't seen it. It's for the best. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's like kind of watching like a National Geographic yeah. show. It's not really, can't really call it porn. <laughs> it's more like a science experiment. And I really like the old school classic tag teams like the Bushwakers. Yeah. And what's the Samoan guys? Um, uh, the Head Shrinkers? Uh, maybe. Samu and Fatu, or uh, oh, and of course, like the Nasty Boys. Yeah, and I like the like the for me the real heydays were when Repo Man was around. IRS, oh. IRS yes, is probably nice. my favorite next well, to next to the Million Dollar Man. And they were a tag team, Money yep. Inc. Yep, former tag team champion. I never liked Razor Ramon. Really? No, no, no. Razor never Ramon's liked one of my favorites. Why didn't you like Razor Ramon? I just, uh, I just, I just thought he's stupid. I didn't like him. <laughs> Sorry for that. Too I mean, much hair? It's fine. I'm not offended. Too much grease in his hair. Too much that grease. was the thing. You yeah. know, it was not proud hair like Lex Luger had. It was like all greased up and fucked up. <laughs> yeah, Luger I didn't up. like an A hey, Chico. That's what he always said, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Say hello to the bad guy. Yeah, and, and chewing on a toothpick. Yeah. Mm hmm. But uh, that's a good image. You know what? He had like a very thin gold chain, the same I'm wearing. That's yeah. a good thing, though. Yeah, so you, you, know. you could relate to him a little bit. Yeah. His was a little bigger, though. No offense. That's true. <laughs> Re Repo Man was awesome. What about Ludwig Borga? Uh, that's like kind of a, a Eastern or Western European, I don't know, somewhere in the Europe. That's a pretty old school one, right? Yeah, well, he feuded with Lex Luger. I don't know if you remember. They had that feud where he was like beating up Luger. <sighs> oh, man, then I hate them. <laughs> yeah, you were in it. So let's talk about Lex Luger versus Yokozuna. Did you see the uh, slam heard around the world on July the 4th on the USS Intrepid? I when they had the power did. slam contest? I totally did, and I loved it. And, I mean, we all know that Lex Luger nailed that thing. Right. So, But, like, j just, like, first, Hacksaw Jim Duggan tried. Yeah. Some, like, football player tried. Nobody could do it. Even a basketball player, like a yeah, huge yeah. guy, really, really huge, tried it. And then in the end, like everybody was about to give up, and people were very uh, disappointed. And um, Mister Mister Fugi, what was Fuji, Mister Fuji, Fuji, right? He was already like totally uh, 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 that nobody can slam Yokozuna. <laughs> yeah, and everyone was like booing. And boo. then in way back in the blue sky of proud America, <laughs> came up like a star-spangled banner. Uh, 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 Helicopter just out, out of the sky, eagles orgasming. Yeah, absolutely. It was eagles, and of eagles course, it was the F-16s flying through <laughs> the air, and everybody was chanting USA, USA, because people had a feeling who would come out of that yeah. helicopter. It was of course Lex Luger, 
and he went to the uh, to to the, uh, the uh, ring um, to yeah. the ring, and then he got into the ring, and the people were fucking going ape shit. Crazy. Were you going ape shit? Were you? Of into, course, were you, man, like, dude. I was fucking shit? pissing my pants. It was so intense. <laughs> I didn't know what to think. I was scared and aroused. It was just fucking awesome. Everything, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And then, and then he got into the ring, and as far as I remember, he got like very close to Yokozuna, like face to face, and put and, and said something to him or something like that. Yeah. And then he 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 whipped him into the ropes. Right, right, right. And then he got him and slammed him, and he, everybody went yeah. crazy. But most crazy, like Alex Luger, he freaked out. He, he jumped did, up. He did the he did the ultimate warrior dance kind. Oh, he yeah, was he totally freaking out, yeah, and he he looked so good. He was like he looked <laughs> he, he he looked. He looked like the fucking Hulk, like yeah. the uh, Incredible Hulk. Right, yeah, yeah. He, he was like bare-chested, super tanned, just yeah. a super, super skinny, uh, like a super yeah, yeah, a necklace, a, a necklace on, yeah. a gold, gold necklace, and uh, but a super tight blue jeans. Yeah, you know, it was like <laughs> it was not a whole. Homo- like, it was not like, erotic. That's, a man. Thing. Th- yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I, to be honest, that's what I thought, man. Yeah. It's not erotic or something. No, no, maybe thought, it is. I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, look, I'm not Freud. I'm not here to analyze. <laughs> okay, your thing, but I get what you're saying. It was just but like he, a did, representation of like masculinity. And too. his mullet was flying in the wind, <laughs> and the eagles were soaring. School, school. The eagle sounds and the helicopter. And the American flags everywhere, and all the kids were crying and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, man, how many kids were born, American kids were born <laughs> that day, that. called Lex, <laughs> which is probably the fuck, fucking best name ever. Man, I hated my parents for not being called Lex, man. You should change your name to Lex, legally. That's a good idea, I man. like how earlier in the show we started talking, and you were like, Lex Luger's a real piece of shit. <laughs> but like, you know how I like, said, I love Lex. That's such a great You name. know, I want to hate him that's the fucking truth but the truth is i love him i want to hate well, him i so, can't do so, okay so then lex luger went on to SummerSlam to face yokozuna did you watch that match SummerSlam, i believe 93 i guess right that was summer slam uh 92 no it, it got to be later than 92 it has to be 93 because yeah. the wrestlemania was I'm, in 94 it was I'm the pretty SummerSlam sure it was right n- before. 93 i am sure yeah. i saw that yeah yeah so and then you remember what happened though uh, Lex Luger gives him the forearm. Oh, and he, he was disqualified or something? He was counted out. Cause, uh, uh, or Yokozuna fell out of the ring and he got counted out. Mm-hmm. And Lex Luger celebrated like he won. Like they had the balloons falling. Yeah. And it was like, wait a minute, you lost. You didn't get the title. Like, yeah. what are you celebrating? Okay, I remember that. But that, of course, was a sad day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then because of, then after that was... Yokozuna faced The Undertaker in a casket match mm-hmm. at Survivor Series. Did you watch that? I did. Uh, and and how did you feel? Or was that Royal Rumble? No, that was Royal Rumble. I, I don't know what uh, uh, tournament it was, but yeah, I it was at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, did, so. did, 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 did Yokozuna have like this huge uh, uh, casket, how you say? Yeah, so Undertaker built a, like a giant coffin yeah. to fit Yokozuna because Yokozuna was built... Uh, build as being like 600 pounds or whatever. Yeah, so exactly. Undertaker he's built dead a special too, right? Isn't yeah, he's just, dead Okay, now. sorry. Just off He's been topic. dead for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for like over 10 years now. Uh, and then so what happened was Yokozuna got all the other bad guys, if you remember, to come out mm-hmm. and beat up The Undertaker and throw him in. And how did you feel when you saw The Undertaker? That was a period when The Undertaker was a good guy, yeah. right? 
I feel bad, of course. Right. Man, yeah. what do you think how I felt? Well, and then you then when he was on the screen, I remember at the time being like, this is the coolest thing ever when he was on the screen. And then like he was like floating off of the screen and then in real life above the screen he was showing up or whatever. They had like that puppet. But wasn't he already in the how you casket? He was in the casket. And then the best scene yeah. when when they celebrated and then he got up again. Right, didn't he? No, no, he got a, he was on the screen. Okay. Yeah, right. They had the inside the camera in the coffin yeah. the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he emerged from the screen. It was scary. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's probably my favorite matches where have where they had a lot of gimmicks and stuff like yeah, that, you, you know? That like cage cage Steel uh cage matches. Absolutely yeah. ladder matches. Yeah. And uh, stuff like that. I really liked it. Or like, uh, as we said before, like my favorite tournaments, they say tournament. Yeah. Was like Battle Royale, Royal Rumble, mm -hmm. King of the Ring, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which year was King of the Ring where, uh, um, well, what's the king? Not the not the king of the ring, but the- Jerry Lawler? Uh, Jerry Lawler, Lawler won. Which oh, year he never that? won. Didn't uh, he? No, Bret Hart won the first year, I believe in 93. And then Jerry Lawler attacked him. Oh. He beat him up, and then they had a kiss my foot match. Oh, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, how did you feel about the kiss my foot match? I, I was a little grossed out by it at the time, I remember. Yeah, it's a little bit far out. I didn't like that idea. Yeah. No, <laughs> I didn't think. I wanted to punch the, the, themselves in the face and didn't want to like <laughs> lick their feet. Yeah. And getting like weird and kinky. That's <laughs> what about Bob Backlund? What did you think about Remember when he came back? Uh, No. You don't remember? No, no, no I don't remember. So, who were some of your other favorite wrestlers? How did you feel about Shawn Michaels? It's a pretty good glam rock. Like him, yeah. I totally He's my favorite wrestler. I, I totally liked him. Yeah, yeah. So, you like Razor Ramon too, don't you? Yeah. Do you like him due to to Shawn Michaels? Well, I kind of like him. Uh, I kind of liked him a lot more when he went to WCW with Scott Hall, just because of his attitude or whatever. But Shawn Michaels was always my favorite wrestler. Like at that time. Shawn Michaels is my favorite because he was just the best wrestler, I thought. Like and he, he was could... sexy as fuck. Well, sure. Fly. Yeah. Fly as fuck. <laughs> he was the essence of masculinity I to mean, me. he really did. <laughs> have, like, on, on his leather jacket, he had all the hearts on the back. Yeah, right? he was the heartbreak kid. That was, his, that was his game. Yeah, I thought he looked the coolest, for sure. He had the coolest outfits. He had his buddy Diesel. Dude, and he was so good, like, from third rope. Like with all yeah, the, yeah, really the top like, rope moves, the yeah. top rope moves. He was probably the for for a certain good period of time. He was like probably the best flying yeah. wrestler when when it comes to top rope uh, rope moves. And I have to say, he never got shitty. He was always great, like up until he retired. Yep. So uh, so let's see. So some ladder matches. You like you like the Razor Ramon Shawn Michaels ladder match? Did you ever see the ladder matches between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart? Uh, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. I did, but yeah. I remember the Razor Ramon one with mm -hmm. Shawn Michaels better. Yeah, that was uh, WrestleMania 10 too, as far as I yeah. Remember. So see, so like you kind of uh, did you watch when like Hulk Hogan was around? Absolutely, a set. Yeah. That was more the time of Repo Man, IRS kind of. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was like for me. I'm talking only for my fascination about yeah. uh, uh, wrestling. That was like the first wave when I got into it, being like mm -hmm. eight years, nine years old, yeah. like 1990, 1991. Yeah. And then in 1993, 1994, things got a little worse with, like I said, characters as like Adam Bomb and uh, Crush and Doink and bullshit like that. 
Yeah. And so, like, how did you get Probably into it? Probably Doink ended my Doink business. ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did you, f- do you remember how you first got into it? Like, did your friend show it to you? I can't, I, I exactly know what happened. I went to a flea market. Uh-huh. And uh, a friend, my, my sister's two years older than me, and she she went and took to, to school with a guy who sold all this his whole collection of uh, wrestling trading cards. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I had this whole package of trading cards before I even n- knew what wrestling is. Yeah. I just thought saw the characters, the dudes. And so I went, whatever it is, it's got to be the greatest thing ever. They have the coolest name, the coolest outfit, whatever it is. And it was like pretty much a year before I ever saw a real wrestling match on TV. And of course, I was sold in a second. Mm-hmm. I loved it. But I totally remember t- having these. T- uh, I, st- I, s- I think I still have them somewhere. That's awesome. It was like still like with Virgil, for example. Yeah, yeah. Like Virgil, had, I had a trading card with Virgil and really old school people. Did you ever meet any wrestlers in person, like at an autograph signing or something like that? Let me think. I don't think I did. No, 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 no. no. It's, I mean, it's probably like a very common thing to to meet them over here in the States. Yeah, I guess. Because most of them just broke and sick and some, you meet them on the corner of the street (laughs) or in Walmart. But in in Germany, you don't. It's very rare that like you have these tournaments over there. You had them coming over every year, like one or two times where it's super expensive and then my parents never got me a ticket. I see, yeah. Now they yeah, they do that too now where they come over like twice a year mm-hmm. and they'll do like a few dates around Europe. Yeah, a friend told me he's gonna go on the tenth of February but I'm not around. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I don't give too much of a fuck r- about the How do you know? You might, you might you might be able to get back into it now. Good question, yeah. but you know you you are still totally into it, even with so into it. Okay, <laughs> but do you think that the actual like the 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 current wrestlers uh-huh. are as good? I think they're better actually because I'll wow. t- I think the standards for uh, what a good match is. I'm not talking only about the sport. The character, as far as the characters, I'm talking about the characters. I loved the old school characters so much because they were innovative and very one dimensional in a very good, easy way to understand. I love that. Fucking IRS, everybody hates fucking paying taxes. Makes so much (laughs) sense to have a wrestler who is like an IRS dude. (laughs) You know, or the yeah. fucked up rich guy, you know, yeah, who has yeah. no sympathy for the poor. You remember uh, the thing with the black kid with a basketball from from the Million Dollar Man? Yeah, where he kicked the ball and he didn't yeah. have the money. Yeah, favorite, my favorite wrestling moment. <laughs> <laughs> who were some of the other bad guys? Some of the heels that you you liked? Who, who were the characters that you enjoyed? Let me think. There were some bad ones too, though. Like, do you remember Duke the Dumpster Drossy? Mm. You don't remember? He was the trash man. He just not really worked. worked It was like I guess it was towards the end over there when you stopped watching. What I saw in Germany, maybe you can't answer that. I looked up in the internet and I didn't find much about it. Uh But a a, a character I really liked and I only saw him one time in German television (sighs) was like some sort of a bad, like a mean baseball player. Yes. That that I love that guy because so, he wrestled so good and I liked this overall gimmick and outfit, right. but never saw him again. And that I was like, exactly of course, fifteen years before internet era. Well, he went by two names. He went either by Abe Knuckleball Schwartz, yep, or MVP. Okay, 
and it was actually the Brooklyn Brawler. I don't know if you remember the Brooklyn Brawler. I do, and I didn't know that. That was him with just a little makeup on, but I think he only wrestled like two or three times. Yeah, and that's the thing, and probably that was the time when I saw it by accident yeah. as a match, and I really yeah. thought, man, that's a cool gimmick. I'd like to point out to you that I immediately know, knew who you yeah, man, were you, talking you, about because I have wasted so much of my brain energy on wrestling. Mm -hmm. It's absurd. Like, I'm there's so much data being used up Dude, by wrestling you, you, knowledge. It's, it's su super it's fun talking to you. <laughs> because a lot of people claim that they like wrestling, yeah. but you can actually prove it. And I really adore that. This is fucking awesome. Oh, sure, Seriously, yeah. I could like, this is the best thing ever. This is so much fun. I agree. That's why I wanted to do it because I really enjoy wrestling. And I feel like there's always been a stigma to being a wrestling fan because everyone's like, oh, it's fake. And it's like, of course it's like, you know, you watch movies. Those aren't real, quote unquote. But that it's just, thing about as a kid back then in Germany, yeah. there were like different, uh, uh, different uh, stories about if it's fake or not. Yeah, like yeah. we, I didn't know if really? it's didn't if know it's it. real or if it's fake. I of course later, I like by the way, off topic, love the Simpsons episode where the newspapers pops up and it's like a, a picture of Homer Simpson with a topic saying "local idiot thinks wrestling is real." Yeah. And I love it so much. <laughs> okay, just by the way, but uh, I didn't know as a kid. I did not okay. understand, and probably my parents didn't know either, and they thought it might be real or something, and it's not a good thing to watch for an eight-year-old kid. That's and amazing. American people are very different than in Germany. It was not a cool thing to do right. back in the time, but and then well, we talked like about it in the school, and then some kid came up with a theory, which I kind of bought back then, that it's not real, except for the big tournaments, like SummerSlam is real, uh, <laughs> Battle Royale is real, yeah, yeah. Uh, King of the Ring is real, right. and stuff like that. But you know, a fucking regular Monday Night Raw isn't real because that's co just sport competition. But when it comes to the big stuff where they actually earn money, of course it's real, dude. <laughs> and I still want to believe that till right. today. Sure, I mean... It, Prove me wrong! It's more fun that way, I agree. Right. Uh, so, like in in Europe, I, I don't know if this is true or not, but like violence is kind of like a big deal. Like I feel it's like I, I heard that like here nudity, like nobody shows nudity on TV, and in Germany, violence isn't. Is there like censorship against violence or not so much? I mean, violence, of course, because we all had all the American movies. Yeah. But we, I guess, back in the days, we might have been a little bit more careful what to display to kids. Yeah. You know. And uh, because, you know, my parents never would have put me in a first row at a wrestling and a WWF wrestling match, like uh, uh, yelling things in a camera, smash him, smash him, fire, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that, you know. Yeah. And, and I mean, of course, there were a lot of redneck people going on yeah. back in the days, you know, they didn't care what their kids do or don't. Yeah. But my parents did. I wouldn't say it's a good thing because I was obsessed with wrestling. And in the end, I still, you know, after a while, I got my own television in my room. And that was like the golden era of soft porn and wrestling again, right? <laughs> and that's, I, dude, that's a time I really miss, man. It was a great time. Often, it even is like it, it's, it's been on television at the same night. And if you were like lucky, it was like a Friday night. So you had the whole night drinking Coca-Cola and consuming great American products <laughs> and watching good amount of soft porn 
because that was totally on. Are we talking about the wrestling or some other sort of stuff? Both. Lex Luger, first like sexy uh, female <laughs> soft porn, and after that Lex Luger <laughs> soft porn. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, so like, were your friend like, did you like play around with your friends and like? Oh, we uh, of course reacted everything. Yeah. Like, did you come up with your own wrestler, like your own gimmick, like your own character? No, no, no. I was always the one, two, three kid. Always because I was like super skinny and mm -hmm. and small. You know, yeah. And this one to three kid had this really cool move he always did. And that was the small package. Yeah. He, that that he was so good in it. Even with wrestlers that were way bigger than him. Yeah. And I I was pretty good in doing it. I could could do a very good small package with you right now. You know. And I was good with a flying drop kick. <laughs> and uh, you know, and my friend that were way stronger, they could fucking gorilla press me and shit. You know. Oh, yeah, and yeah. a friend of mine fucking made like a. Full blown, like a completely real pile driver with me on a concrete once. That's like one of the most dangerous moves. It's totally, and and it like the, the teachers and my parents freaked out <laughs> because he just didn't understand. And I mean, I kind of wanted <laughs> wanted him to do it. <laughs> So, but it hurt so bad. It, it oh. was awesome, and you know, it's very easy to be just become like a cripple, like how you yeah. say you're gonna end up in a wheelchair for the rest of your life for performing a pile driver. They actually <laughs> ban that move now in WWE. You can't really do it. Like who did the, the pile driver? The Undertaker did the yeah, pile. The the yeah, right. He's the only one that can do it. They usually don't yeah. allow it. That's fine. So finishing you know, moves. That that's a very good thing. To what were some of your favorite moves? Some of your favorite. Mine is the power bomb. I love the power huh? bomb. I love. The power bomb, like Diesel used to do. I love the, the flying knife. elbow. Oh yeah, off the top rope, you like yeah. stuff. Who did that? Macho Man Randy Savage. Exactly, man. <laughs> why could we not have have men mention the Macho Man at this point? He I don't know. he of course is next to IRS, and the uh, the Million Dollar Man is my fucking favorite. What a great dude! What is this guy? I never understood <laughs> understood his character. We still don't understand. What what is it? What what yeah. is he? Is that some kind of an animal or? Like a super... Uh, he is a macho man. Yeah, but what is so macho about him? Like, the, the Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon and Lex Luger were way more macho in a way than well, the macho. Well, he was macho. macho for the 80s, you know, for that time. He had the elegant He looked robes. like a parrot. He, he like a like a peacock. He, oh, oh, yeah. So, and I, I still till today, I don't know what it is, but it's a great dude. You like the Macho Man. Oh, hell yeah. Don't like, you? Of course. Yeah. Uh, so Macho Man versus Ted DiBiase, WrestleMania 4. Did you see that? The WrestleMania 4? They had the tournament for the world title. Uh, no, that was way before my man, dude. That's oh, really? Like in, I mean, yeah, it was WrestleMania every year. WrestleMania right? 4 was 88. 88. Yeah. That, I was six by then. I didn't even have a television. Oh my I god! Well, we didn't even have like cable television. You know, uh, back we're then. hanging out now where we can watch WWE Network now. I think we should watch WrestleMania Four because I would love to see it that. is a tournament. Yeah, like King of the Ring for the world title, mm -hmm. and and Ted DiBiase is in it, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, Macho Man. That's a good people. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're very good people. That's very good people. Well, we should just watch the main event really because it's Macho Man. Beyonce, so it's your yeah, your two favorite guys. That's good. Don't don't don't. Did you already tell who won? No, I, I won't spoil okay. it for you. There's That's a very good. controversial ending, and then <laughs> so maybe we'll watch it, and then uh, then we'll we'll come back. I totally remember that they had like videotapes out, like commercial videotapes, like from WrestleMania one to WrestleMania nine. 
by the time WrestleMania 10 aired in Germany. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to have them so bad. And, and my, my parents even let let me call the hotline where you can order it to to ask them out kind of what kind of matches in there can you say who won and the ladies who were like sell old ladies selling videotapes uh, on the phone they were like kid what do you want yeah i just want to know can you tell me how much how many matches of the macho man is there and, and stuff like that and they were like super annoyed and my parents there was a fucked up move because my parents allowed that they call them up uh, yeah. and ask them questions but i did not get the permission to order it yeah, what the fuck, parents? It was super. It was super expensive. That's, that's yeah, they're jerks. My dad only ordered like a American trash TV video once. That was Car Wars. That was like like car accidents on TV <laughs> or television. <laughs> Just <laughs> off topic. I'm sorry. No, and I wish he. It was. It was. Topic. It was great. But I wish he would have invested that money for like a good WrestleMania eight or WrestleMania nine videotape, like yeah. an original videotape. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the uh, thing. Well, we've already spent a lot of time talking about wrestling in the time. Oh, we did. Yeah, it just flew by. That was very fun. It was fun. Thanks yes. for your. Uh, I guess we should we should quickly mention Mantar, right? Like uh, I kind of just we kind of just <laughs> went into the wrestling talk. You're a you're a two piece. We're group. we're a tag team from Germany, from yeah. northern Germany. <laughs> you're a tag team. What's your finisher? Like a doomsday uh, device? We're, like we're next to Manta, we're called the twosome gruesome. Gruesome twosome. Gruesome twosome, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, your finishing move. The finishing it? move is pretty much uh, I do something pretty lame with the guitar, and arrange just leave the stage. <laughs> and it's good because uh, your drummer looks like a wrestler. Like he's oh. a pretty. He looks like a mentor, really, you know, like, <laughs> you know, let's be he honest. Does. Yeah. Uh, and he's a little bit older. I mean, he, he's been totally in the uh, in wrestling, too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, yeah, I think we're a good tag team and we like challenge. Uh, we, we accept any challenge from any, any other tag team <laughs> band out in the world. So when you hear that and you want to wrestle mentor, you're going to meet us at a parking lot somewhere. <laughs> Nice. But by the way, to bring this to an end, best mm -hmm. story from our first U.S. tour ever. Absolutely. And uh, we just did uh, this Mar last year in March. Uh, like Irinch and I were in a very good mood somewhere in Los Angeles, I guess, mm -hmm. and we wrestled just for fun, had a fun <laughs> fight, and he broke two of my ribs. Oh, that's a he, great story. He totally How did he break your ribs. I mean, I was trying to climb him. And wanna 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 wanted to choke him from from the back, and due to the fact he's all uh, he's uh, uh, bigger than me, taller than me, I kind of jumped on him and landed with my with my ribs on his shoulder, and you really can tell it was like literally, oh. like two of them were fucked up, broken, and they were making sounds for like weeks, like when I was uh, breathing, they were like, oh my god, yeah, making sounds and. Uh, that was great in the beginning of the tour, breaking two ribs. When you have to sleep on concrete floor or in half pipes or outside or not at all because that's touring in the U.S., then it's pretty awesome to have two broken ribs. Yeah, really good start to the... Yeah. Wait, sleeping on half pipes? You slept on a half pipe? Yeah, we, we played uh, a skate park uh, somewhere in Phoenix or somewhere. I don't remember. Yeah. Because I, not that I was drunk. I was like high on fever. I got so sick in the desert. Maybe because you had two broken ribs and I your body was like, you need rest. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get any rest. I get, But I get a lot of wrestling on the... Hey, <laughs> all right. Uh, you guys, uh, you guys have a new album coming out pretty soon. That's true. Fifteenth of April on Nuclear Blast. It's called "Ode to the Flame." 
and pretty much it's a wrestling concept record. Yeah, who is it about? Is it about Doink the Clown? Uh, no, of course not, man. Why should I wa waste my energy on that asshole? I'm so glad he died, man. Oh no! no I, I'm just kidding. I'm exaggerating. Well, there were there were a few people who played Doink the Clown. Some of them that's are still true. alive. Yeah, they're still out. So, uh, <laughs> but let's close out the show by playing a track off of your new album. I don't know which track, but yeah, we'll include it in the descri description after. Yeah, whatever track it's going to be, it's wrestling related, and it sounds like the best match you ever seen. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for uh, hanging out and talking about wrestling. With me. Thanks it's for having me. I really awesome. enjoyed uh, it, man. Yeah, this thanks, was great. Thanks, thanks a lot. And uh, let's just keep talking about wrestling the whole night. Yeah, let, let's let's watch some wrestling right now. I'm gonna have another beer. Thanks a lot.
what a killer interview with Hanno from Mantar. And, and man, that guy is hilarious. It was awesome talking to him about pro wrestling. And it was really, really great to just get a, a foreigner's perspective. Like I never really talked to somebody from Germany about pro wrestling. So that was really cool. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I would love your feedback. Of course, you can tweet me at Rob Ejection or uh, follow Squared Circle Pit on Facebook. Just search for it. Or we're on Twitter, Squared Circle Pit, without the E in circle. And uh, let me know what you thought of this interview or, or other guests you'd like. Funny enough, after that interview, we watched some WWE Network and we watched the end of WrestleMania 4, the final match in the tournament, which was Macho Man versus Ted DiBiase. And he never saw the match, so he was so hyped on that ending. And it, it was a really, really fun time. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. I will be back in two weeks with another brand new episode of the Squared Circle Pits.